Welcome back to Round Guy, the podcast, and we have another great interview for you. I'm on the phone with Derek Damon, the assistant coach of the Iowa Heartlanders. Welcome to the program, Damon. For Derek. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Dana. It's, uh, it's good to be here. So uh, let's give me a little bit about your hockey background, and uh, then we'll work up to what brought you to Iowa. Yeah, sure. Uh, I played professionally for 14 years. I played two years over here in the minor leagues. Uh, uh, played in Florida and, and in Albany uh, for about two seasons, and then I decided to make the jump to go to Europe for to Finland, and I played there, and I ended up staying over in Europe for for another twelve years. And I just gra- I just retired from pro hockey in, in when the pandemic hit in two thousand twenty, and since then I've just been getting into coaching and and trying to get myself to where I am today. So you is this your first coaching job? It's my second. Last year, I was in uh, Salmonar, British Columbia, coaching with a junior hockey team. Well, that's outstanding. So, what what was how did the opportunity for you to come to Iowa, and uh, uh, how did you embrace that? Yeah, no, um, uh, Jerry Fleming, the head coach. I played for Jerry my rookie year down in Florida, and parts of my second year. And you know, Jerry and I have always stayed in touch. Uh, you know, I I look up to him, uh, you know, a great deal, and. Um, he was able to, you know, give me a call and say, you know, there's a, there's an opportunity here as an assistant coach. Uh, would you be open to it? And, um, you know, I, I, right away, I spoke to my wife because, you know, whenever Jerry calls, that's, it's a great opportunity. And so I talked to my wife and my wife was open for it. And here we are, we moved from Naples, Florida to uh, Coralville, Iowa with our three kids. And that's where we are today. So tell me, you know, what you, you come into the extreme arena, you see the facilities. Uh, I'm sure you're, you're, it's clicking in your mind right away, you know, how this can help the program. Let, let our listeners know about the state-of-the-art facilities that you guys are working with over there. Yeah, sure. No, it's uh, the extreme arena. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. You know, it's part of the Iowa River landing. You know, it's a it's a really good infrastructure around here. You know, they've got the the medical offices uh, right up there, Trader Joe's, and all the stores, Thirty Hop, Tribute Restaurants, and now the new Iowa Athletic Club. And then, of course, you got the Staybridge Suites uh, Hotel and in the residence down there, or the Marriott, I think it is. Um, but it's it's built up. It's a nice area to go. There's a lot of different choices to eat around here. And then you've got Extreme Arena, which, you know, is what is attracting a lot of people, you know, for its, you know, venue. Uh, it's incredibly good for, for hockey. <clears throat> it's 5,000-seat arena. Um, there's no scoreboard in the middle. They're, the jumbotrons are kind of at the end, which is nice. Um so there's no like uh, blurred views or obstructed views, I should say. Uh, so if you're coming to watch a hockey game, it's 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 a great place to watch. And then the the facilities that we have down here, uh, you know, we've we've got state of the art, you know, weight room, locker room for the guys, medical training rooms, the coaches' offices, players' lounge. It's 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 really good. And, and for our business, what we're trying to do in the minor leagues, you know, obviously we're trying to develop players and, and move them up the ladder as they try to climb the ladder to, to get to the NHL, you have to do a lot of recruiting and you need facilities that'll help you bring guys here. And we certainly have that. So how's, how does the Iowa city Coralville area, what is your family's impressions of it? Is it meeting your needs for schools and, and uh, you know, housing and stuff? Yeah, totally. Um, 
my wife and I, we, you know, we have three kids, seven, five, and three. I have a uh, seven-year-old girl, five-year-old boy, three-year-old girl. And um, so far since day one, since we got here, the people are so friendly. And it's true what they say about Midwest people, like that that everybody is uh, always in, in a good mood and everybody's happy. And, you know, they're, they're willing to extend an olive branch to help you whenever you need it. And, um, you know, we really like where we're at right now. It's... My kids love the school system so far where they're at in North Liberty. And um, it's just been a great place for our family to be. Yeah. I was uh, value their children probably above everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. (laughs) I got a question from a super fan, Mark Corver, who uh, is talking about there's a lot of roster moves. And uh, a lot of times you guys are just getting ready for a game or just getting ready for a road trip and you're losing players just almost it seems like minutes before the game or before the road trip. How does that affect your chemistry and how does that, uh, how do you just plug someone else in and and keep the same? Yeah. Yeah. Well, our goal is, like I said earlier, our goal is to develop uh, as an organization and as coaches, we're we're trying to develop players and and get them ready for the next level, the American hockey league, which, you know, it's ultimately one step away from the greatest league in the world. Um, Roster change is going to be a big part of our business. Uh, we're constantly trying to upgrade our roster. We're constantly trying to, you know, get guys developed so that they move up the ladder, and then we bring new guys in. I mean, that's just the nature of the business. And you know, if you're in pro sports, you have to learn quickly that this is a business, and it's what you can do to help us win today. And you know, that's why it's hard to stay in any kind of professional setting for athletes it's it's a business it's it's your job um and you know a lot of these guys have wives and kids and girlfriends and they're providing for their family so it's that's why it's this game is it's so serious Uh, you have to take it so serious and you have to work and train and work at your craft every day to to be able to keep up and and keep going and so i mean back to your question yeah it's 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 difficult but uh, you know, having Jerry here, Jerry's been in the game a long time. He's been a coach for 25 years. He's seen it all. And, you know, he, he prepares his team and us and gets us ready, gets the guys ready so that whatever happens, we just, hey, whoever's here, we work with what we have and we move on. And we, we try to give ourselves the best possible chance to win. So just in a normal years, I mean, I'm, I'm sure just, you know, getting a player called up. I mean, that, that's your job to, to lose totally. the players. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. But this year with the COVID, it's created a, a lot of unique opportunities for players to move up. And, uh, it, but it's also created a lot of challenges for you guys to scramble and add players almost at the last minute. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's real difficult. Uh, you know, adding COVID to the mix is really, you know, it puts another wrench in there and, it, you know, it's something that we just have to deal with. And, uh, you know, it's all we can do is just look at how are we going to get by today, you know, and how are we going to get our team better today? That's that's what we look at. We worry about tomorrow when tomorrow comes. And, you know, we just keep trying to move forward and, and keep progressing and give ourselves the best possible chance to win every day. Um, and, and, you know, that's our goal. And, you know, if, you know, you can really start to see, especially within our team right now, the that guys really understand the system and, you know, we have, you know, a really, really young roster um, with a lot of first year guys that are learning how to become pro hockey players. And there's a lot of ups and downs because it's a long year. It's a grind um, and it takes time. But at the end of the day, guys are starting to, to see, you know, what they need to do to become better players every day. And, 
and it's it's ultimately it's helping us on the ice. So you've had over seventy players rostered already this year. Uh, I don't know quite the exact number, but I think it's probably roughly around there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's been a so of all I, of, I all, of know, all those, not, I would say it's, I would say it's seventy players that we've had uh, seventy transactions. Well, that means guys going up and down to the American Hockey League or SPHL, which is the league below us, uh, and going down and going up. And so, yeah, transactions, there's a lot of transactions that happen. So of all the players that have donned the uh, Iowa Heartlanders jersey, uh, who do you see in, uh, that does have a chance to, to play in the NHL? I know Doug Jones has already uh, been rostered on the NHL. Yeah. Yeah, Hunter Hunter Jones is uh, he's a second round draft pick to Minnesota. He's a goalie that you know has a lot of upside to him and got a lot of potential. And um, right now, he I, I think he's up there uh, either on the taxi squad or backing up. But um, I think all the guy a lot of the guys that you know that if they continue to work and progress at this game, like Captain Chris Bennett has an opportunity if you know he keeps working and keeps developing the way he is, and he has a chance to give he gives himself a chance at least. Well, lately, this player, I believe his name is Jake Smith, has been lightening it up. Uh, how, how is yep. his uh, How is his talents improved? Yeah, Jake. Uh, Jake's he's on a bit of a heater right now. He's 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 doing really well. He's getting to the dirty areas of the ice, the the middle ice, and he's getting his shot off. And that's one of his uh, you know better qualities as a hockey player. Is he has a great shot. He's able to skate. Um, right now, things are really clicking for him. It's now it's on him to keep. Finding ways, keep getting uh, coming to the rink every day, getting better, and, and, and then he'll give himself a chance to move up. So you're you're coming to a brand new facility. Uh, it's your first year. This is the team's first year in the in the league, and uh, so you kind of have to develop a fan base base from from square one or from zero, basically. Yep. So, but you yep. are seems like you are developing some ravenous fan base, and uh, how's that fan? How's the fans? Uh, you know, excitement during the game help your players feed off. Oh, totally. Uh, you know, that's one thing Jerry and I talk about on a daily basis is how good we, uh, you know, like when the fans come to our games, our home games, they stay right to the end. And, you know, that's that just shows how committed they are. And, and when we, you know, the games, you know, we've had some exciting games here. And there's there's been a lot of exciting games this year so far. And, the fans really thrive off that and feed off that. And they, obviously the players feed off the fans getting into it and getting loud. And, uh, so it kind of works hand in hand. And, um, you know, the fans so far, they've been very knowledgeable. And they're starting to even pick it up even more, which is nice. It's, you know, there's a really good, uh, we've got a really good organization, uh, an organization that's committed to, to this area. And, you know, I think that there can be a lot of successful years ahead. Yeah, I mean, there's never ever been a professional team in Coralville, Iowa, before. So that's, I mean, it's uh, just really exciting for the area, and we're really happy here at Round Guy the podcast uh, that you're talking to us and and uh, awesome. letting our listeners know what's going on because we want to help make this better. So let's go. Let's talk about the season. You know how how uh, how's the season develop? How's the team progressing? Uh, talk about some of your 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 uh, wins and. Where do you think the team's uh, where the team's going? Yeah, no, I mean it's um, yeah. Lately, we were in our last five games were three zero and two or three zero and two. Yeah, I think it is. So you know we're we're playing much better. Uh, guys are like I said, you know they're starting to figure out how to play pro hockey. You know a lot of them their first year, and 
everything's trending in the right direction. Now, with that being said, you know, the, this, this game, you have to continue to get better every day because everybody else is working as well, just as hard as you. Um, but, you know, uh, Jerry's, you know, message to the team every day is let's continue to, to learn how to execute properly and, and, and get better every day. And, and we're doing that and we're starting, guys are starting to see that. And, you know, the wins are starting to come and, and that's what you want to see. You want to see teams peaking right at the right time of the year. And, uh, you don't want to peak too early in the season, uh, cause it's a long season. Uh, you want to be peaking right around playoff time. So you went on a really long road trip out to Rush City, and the team really played well. They really responded well. They had a really good week. You turn around, you play a quick game at home, and then you're out to Indianapolis on another long road trip. Your your driver gets you safe through the uh, snow and ice and everything that he's got to get you through. Does a great job for you. Uh, you know, and you still turn out a really good weekend last weekend. So uh, and you got a, a tough road trip ahead of you. There's a lot of road uh, uh, on the schedule here, isn't there? Yeah, there is. There's, uh, you know, that this month, and like I said, that's the, the nature of the business. Uh, you're on the road and you have long bus trips, but, you know, it's the grind of trying to make your way up the ladder and, and get to the ultimate prize, which is the best league in the world. And um, there's no greater feeling than playing in the NHL. And um, But... That being said, yeah, there's a lot of bus trips, and, and especially right now we're, we're dealing with a stretch where we're on the road pro- pretty much for the whole month of January. But that also sets us up for the end of the year, you know, the next three months where we can be at home uh, a little bit more and, and hopefully get into a little bit more r- routine at home because it's, 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 it's the best when we're playing at home. And if we can just start to generate some more fans and get some more fans into the building, like, uh, you know, we've been averaging around 1,800 a game lately and it's when it's when we get 1800 it's been loud and you know when when you get up to 3000 plus that's when it really gets loud it becomes a real tough uh, environment for the opposing team well uh, i was listening uh listening to david fine's broadcast at the uh the last kansas city uh mavericks game and uh you had three goals in this in the second period and i don't know how many people was there but it sounded like 10000 you know, I mean, they were, I mean, they were really, you really got the, you really got the arena rocking, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was a, it was a good uh, game. You know, I think it was 1800 right around there, but yeah, that, like I said, this place can really get rocking if, uh, you know, there's some, some good physicality going on out on the ice or goals being scored or whatever's happening. Uh, you know, the fans are really getting in and getting behind our team and, um, no, like I said, these this can be a really tough place to play, um, but it can really be a great place uh, if you're on the the right side, which is our side. So uh, we just got to keep trying to get the message out and get those fans to our games. Uh, you know, I think if they come, they'd really enjoy themselves. We we try to give them a good uh, you know good entertainment value, and and you know that's that's our goal as well. We're talking with Derek Damon, assistant coach of the Iowa Heartlanders hockey team, an affiliate of the Minnesota Wild. Uh, tell us about some of these arenas that you're going to. What what are some of the uh, what are some of the environments to play with? What's some of your favorite stadiums to play at? Um, well, I'd say you know, like this Friday, we're in Toledo. Um, Toledo is a great place, great minor league hockey city. Uh, they have eight thousand people, and they usually sell it out, so it's 
as a player, it's it's fun to play there. Uh, it's definitely tough if you're on the visiting team because it's a tough place to play. It's a, a you know like their fans are into it. They're knowledgeable and they're they're really trying to help out their their team. And and you definitely notice it when you're playing against them. Um, you know that's one 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 team. Uh, I think there's a, we have a lot of nice places to play in our league, especially in our division. Toledo, um, Fort Wayne's a nice place. Ten thousand fans. Um, Indianapolis, you know, they've got a nice rink. They play in the old Farmers Coliseum, which has you know been around since the 1930s. They've renovated it, but it's still a nice place to play. Um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 there's a lot of cool places, that's for sure. We sure appreciate talking to you. Uh, give us a little uh, update as what what's facing the team this week. Yeah, we're we're going. We get on the road. We leave Thursday. We're we're heading to Toledo on Friday. We play tough, you know, top team in our division, Toledo. And then we head right after the game to Wheeling, uh, West Virginia, where we play Wheeling uh, Saturday and Sunday afternoon and then come home. Um, it's a three tough divisional opponents, but they're three people that are in front of us and that we're trying to catch. So, um, you know, we're just trying to deal with roster movement right now and, and get ourselves best prepped for, for this Friday and Saturday and Sunday. So you had a 38-year-old score a goal for you last week. How did that make you feel? Uh, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Uh, you know, Witt, he's a good player. He's played in the NHL. He was doing us a favor and, um, you know, he's come back and played for us twice now. He's a guy that knows how to play the game. And so he was able to step right in and play. So that was, it was good. And it really, <laughs> that he helped us win that game that really saved the weekend, didn't it? Sure. Sure. thing. Sure. Sure did. Well, uh, we've been talking, uh, Iowa Heartlanders, Hockey with Derek Damon. Uh, anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? No, thanks for having me on, Dave. It's been a great time. Uh, look forward to seeing a lot of uh, Heartlanders fans at the the games next week. We play Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and you know let's try to get this barn uh, packed and and rocking. It can be a really awesome place. Well, sure. Thank you for your time. We appreciate it. Thank you, Dave. Nice talking.